the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. It's good to be back. I had some unavoidable work commitments last week, but uh, Don did a great show with Mike Cutler and Agnes Gibney on immigration. My name, of course, is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and my co-host, Don Dix, who is usually sitting across from me, is now broadcasting from a secret undisclosed bunker somewhere in Southern California and is, and is on the, uh, electronically, we are on the show together. And we also have someone else to follow up on a discussion last week of Trevor Loudon. And he's been on our show before. Uh, he's originally from New Zealand. I think you're on your way to getting becoming an American citizen now, Trevor. And he's, he wrote, did, wrote the book and then made the movie The Enemies Within, documenting the socialist, communist, Marxist ties of many prominent Democrats. And not a single one of them has even threatened to sue for defamation because... Trevor did his research and has it backed up every which way, but and quoting sideways to prove the points that he's making. So, gentlemen, welcome to the show. And what prompted this me to us to reach out to uh, Trevor for the show today was an article he wrote in the Epic Times, which is I've I've started reading that regularly. It's a really good source of news, and it's entitled "Elicio Medina: Revolution Through Illegal Immigration." Trevor, what's what's that all about? Well, it's it's pretty simple, you know the um, the the wave of illegal immigration that's been assailing the United States for for thirty years, but really amped up in the last ten years, is not just people wanting to come for a better life. It's been deliberately encouraged by Marxists, communists, and socialists with the with the intent of turning America into a socialist state. Now, the leader of the movement is Alisao Medina. He was a mem- he was a leader of the SEIU union, and he was Obama's uh, unofficial advisor on all issues of amnesty, immigration, etc. Now, he's a member of Democratic Socialists of America. He's a Marxist, and he supports the Communist Party USA. And he has been crisscrossing the country for 20 years promoting amnesty. And, and, his, and his rationale is really, really simple, you know. And he says it. I've got him on tape saying this. He says, the reason we are promoting amnesty is there are 11 million undocumented workers in the country. If we give them citizenship and voting rights, that will give us at least 8 million Democratic Party voters. That will give us complete control over the United States for the foreseeable future. In, fact, in other words, they will have a one-party state in America. And I think we have a clip from your movie talking about this. Yeah, he, he says it. He boasts about this. He doesn't talk about 
you know, helping immigrants or reuniting families or the American dream. It's all about the numbers and raw power. Illegal immigration amnesty is the road to the socialist one-party state. Let's listen to that clip. The communist-controlled union's greatest successes has been changing official Democratic Party policy from strong opposition to illegal immigration. And the illegal alien population is growing by more than a quarter of a million people. That's Harry Reid, by the way. Yet we're doing almost nothing to encourage these people to go home or even to deter them from coming here in the first place. To militantly supporting amnesty for illegals. We have to have a pathway to legalization. It has to get done. We have to work hard to get it done. Isn't it about time we had a president understand that 12 million workers in the shadows is not acceptable in this country? If we cannot get comprehensive immigration reform as we need and as we should, then I will go as far as I can, even beyond President Obama. Before immigration debates took place in Washington. I talked with Alcia Medina. Alcia Medina is one of this country's most influential communists, a member of Democratic Socialists of America and a leader of the 1.8 million strong SEIU. Medina has crisscrossed America promoting amnesty for more than 20 years. The big question is why? The Democrats know that in order to gain permanent progressive majority, they need more voters. And those voters are not going to come from the United States. We reformed immigration laws that puts 12 million people on the path to citizenship and eventually voters. And there's not 11 million of them. There's between 20 and 50 million. And we add to that the million Latino citizens who this year will turn 18, plus all our allies in the African-American community, the LGBT voters and younger voters. We have to register every single Muslim to vote in 2016. Environmental voters, women voters, Asian voters, union voters. Can you imagine if we have two out of three, if we have eight million new voters? The Muslim vote can be the swing vote in major states. We will create a governing coalition for the long term, not just for an election cycle. Together, we are the new American coalition that will dominate politics for decades to come. Alastair Medina, a name that we're probably not real familiar with, a name that some of us are familiar with, joins us here on Unite IE Radio Show. You got that distinctive Southern draw, Trevor Loudon. Appreciate you being yep, with yep. us here on a moment's notice. If you want to keep up with Trevor Loudon's work, you can go to trevorloudon.com. Uh, keep up with his work. And we're talking with Trevor about an article that he just uh, submitted and is current in the uh, – Epic Times. Now, Greg, you were saying Epic. Is it Epoch or Epic Times? I'm not. I'm not epoch. sure which. I, I, well, I pronounce it Epoch. Okay, so in Epoch Times, and it really is a great article given the backdrop of what's unfolding right now in our country with this big border dispute about letting people from South America in, um, and, and Central America. These are majority. Uh, these are countries that are majorly ruled from a socialist perspective, aren't they, Trevor? Yeah. Look, 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 most of these people coming over the border, you know, some of them are criminals and drug dealers, but most of them are Christian people who want a better life for their kids. 
But the problem is they vote at least 80% Democrat. You know, you, you know what illegal voting has done to your state. You know, you had, a, you had a state that was sometimes Republican, sometimes Democrat. But because of illegal immigrant voting and the unions and the communists who've encouraged it, now it's virtually impossible to elect a Republican statewide in your state. Well, that's what they intend to do to the whole country. This is this is rather uh, ominous, and uh, we're going to take a quick break right now because we have so much more to talk about with you, Trevor. Uh, especially, we want to make sure we mention some of your latest work. You've got a new movie coming out, or that is already out. How we can go about seeing this, and you're actually going to be in Southern California. We want to get the details on that so that folks can connect with you and catch up with you in the new year. Uh, but let's take a, a break real quick for, to recognize our sponsor for this half hour, Greg. Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590, The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker License Number 01147747, NMLS and California Finance Lenders License Number 603K610. AM 590, The Answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire Radio Show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. And on the phone with us right now, we have Trevor Loudon. He has a blog, trevorloudon.com, that you've got to stay up to date with because Trevor is one of the few people that has been doing the most important job in documenting what actually lives inside the Democrat Party. Your recent article here, Trevor, in Epic Epoch Times, there I've, I'm saying it that way, Epoch Times, E-P-O-C-H. a guide to a E-P-O-C-H, yes. Uh, it's actually, the website is the Epoch Times, E-P-O-C-H, times.com. Uh, the article is entitled A Beginner's Guide to American Communist Parties, Part 1. So I guess we're going to be seeing Part 2 at some point in time. Uh, but we just heard a clip from Trevor's article, uh, Trevor's movie, talking about someone who was even referenced by Barack Obama. Uh, and Greg, you had uh, uh, read this article that Trevor had uh, put out and thought this is the time to get Trevor's update given everything that's unfolding in this country. Sure. The Democrats understand the political consequences and effects of immigration. Very few Republicans understand it, or if they, if they do understand it, show any sign they understand it, or nevertheless doing anything about it. And you have to understand Medina. Medina really is 
a communist. He, he was the keynote speaker for the Communist Party USA's publications banquet for their, their publication called, it was then called People's Weekly World. And uh, Medina said of this publication, wherever workers are in struggle, they find the PWW regularly reporting issues and viewpoints that are seldom covered by the regular media for us. The PP, the PWW has been and always will be the people's voice. And this is the guy who was advising Obama. This is the guy who Obama said, and I'll find exactly what he said, is before the immigration debates took place in Washington, I spoke with Alicio Medina and the SEIU members. He was also, Medina was also a senior advisor to the Hillary Clinton campaign. So the connection there was clear. Well, Hillary Clinton promised she was going to legalize every single illegal immigrant within 100 days of taken office. Now, I don't think most Republicans understand what that would have meant. That would have meant there would never be another Republican president ever. It was over. They would have a complete unassailable majority forever. And if you think the Democrats are arrogant now, imagine what they'd be like if they controlled the whole country with no opposition. You know, the Democratic Party today is a socialist Marxist party and illegal immigration and legal immigration is their road to the one-party state. And that's why we've got to be so thankful for President Trump because if Hillary Clinton had won that election, it would already be all over. And it will be over if in 2020, if the Democrats win the White House If they hold the House and if they take the Senate, and in 2020 there are far more Republican senators up for election than there are Democrat senators up for elections. If they get all three, they will, in January of 21, they will pass mass amnesty for 20 to 40 million illegal aliens, and it is over, done with. The country is done with. The Republican Party is done with. It is total annihilation of America and all the principles that made her great, free, and prosperous. Yep, you've said it exactly right, Greg. You cannot overemphasize the importance of this. This is the existential threat to America, illegal immigration, and the only thing stopping it right now is re-electing President Trump in 2020. And they have got a plan. They're going to run Kamala Harris. I'm telling you right now, she's going to be the candidate. And they're going to um, invigorate every black, Latino, minority they possibly can. And they're going to go full on to take out the president and take out the country. You know, um, I think that's I'm not sure about Kamala Harris. I don't. Uh, It will be. be. It's already already decided. Maybe decided. You know, I can can be wrong. Okay, but but she has to play. uh, they're they're going to win California. They're going to win New York. They're going to so it, they need somebody who can play better in states that they're not sure of winning. No, no and no, I don't think no, I don't think, she, I don't think Kamala Harris gives them that. No, no, that's not the strategy. The strategy is to do is to do mass voter registration drives in the southern states. Are they talking about taking out Florida, Arizona? Um, New Mexico, uh, Arizona, North Carolina, and Georgia. They are the same people backing Kamala Harris, the same Marxists, are the same people who gave us Obama, 
the same people who backed Andrew Gillum in Florida and Stacey Abrams in Georgia, and they are putting millions and millions of dollars right now into the southern states that have large black and Latino populations that don't normally vote. Even Texas is vulnerable. They're not worried about the Midwest. That's not where they're going. They're going to, to keep their uh, northeastern and west coast base, and then they're going to take out the south and the southwest. Yeah, so don't worry about Ohio. Don't worry about Indiana. Don't worry about the Midwest. The Midwest. That's not where they're going. And Kamala Harris is the perfect, perfect candidate for that strategy. Well, it will be interesting to watch the 2020 election unfold because uh, we have this on audio tape and we'll revisit it uh, as that gets closer. Yeah. Um, you know, you're you're not too far off, I think, with this voter I- issue, because what we've seen here in California, Trevor, is the impact that uh, AB 1921 has had in our election cycle here in the midterms, which made it legal for anybody to carry a ballot into the registrar of voters. Uh, yeah, this yeah. is basically a strategy that's called ballot harvesting. Do you see that yeah. as something that will play a role in these states that you're mentioning? A- absolutely. The Republicans had won six six seats on election night, had won six seats, and with ballot harvesting, ballots that came in afterwards, they lost all six. And the Republicans did nothing about it. Let it happen. Well, they're going to do that all over the country in 2020, wherever it's legal. And it's not legal everywhere. They're going to do that. The, the, the voting is the key. It's not going to be a battle of ideas. It's going to be a battle of enthusiasms. Who can get their base out? That's why they're going to run a candidate of color. And Kamala Harris is half black, half Asian Indian. That's why they're going to probably put Ulian Castro on the VP ticket or possibly Cory Booker. And they're going to go full on to, to get every, every voter they can out of the southern and the southwestern states to carry the nation. Hmm. Let's take a quick break because this information is far too important. We're getting a a glimpse inside of what Trevor Loudon's research has allowed him to uh, bring uh, about in his book, Enemies Within. And there's a brand new movie that Trevor is has uh, built a documentary that extends that conversation into some of the faith-based communities here in this country. We'll hear more about that as we continue on the Unite I radio show after a word from our sponsor for this half hour. Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590 The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the 
same amount as they would have otherwise, with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on Earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590 The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate, broker license number 01147747, NMLS 9873, and California Finance Lenders License number 603K610. AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen, and documented to be the number one conservative talk radio show in our market, in our time slot. And that's, and that's really a high honor. And joining That's us, today, a fact. yes, and joining us today, my usual co-host, who is not in studio but is broadcasting from his secret, undisclosed bunker somewhere in Southern California, as well as Trevor Loudon, who is the proprietor of the website the uh, TrevorLoudon dot com, and is the author of the book and the producer of the movie The Enemies Within, documenting the communist Marxist socialist ties of today's Democrat Party. We've been talking about immigration and the political effects and how the Democrats have figured out they can use mass immigration and amnesty to build a permanent socialist governing coalition in America, you know, as far as the eye can see. Um, but that's not, the, that's not the Democrat Party machine is working everywhere. And Trevor Loudon is working on a new movie about how they're working through some of the traditional, much more liberal, now really more leftist and socialist churches to achieve their political agenda. Tell us about that, Trevor. Yeah, look, our next movie uh, is going to be called Enemies Within the Church. You know, Andrew Breitbart used to have a great saying. He would say that politics is downstream from culture. You know, the culture shapes the politics. But culture is downstream from religion. The religion shapes the culture, which shapes the politics. And the movie, um, and people can see a trailer on this, just go to enemy with, enemies within the church com. enemies within the church, or it might be just enemies within the church.com. You can see an eight minute, minute trailer of what we're talking about. But what we say is that the Marxists have been infiltrating the mainstream churches since the 1920s, and they pretty much own them. Now they've been infiltrating the Catholic Church, and they've got a Marxist Pope, and I hope I don't offend any Catholics by saying that, but it's, it is the truth. And, um, but what has been relatively safe until recent years, what's been relatively pure, are the evangelical Christian churches. They've been conservative, they've supported Israel, um, you know, they've they've been great. They they treat they teach the gospel. So the left has put huge resources in the last five years in infiltrating the evangelical churches as well. So now you've got hundreds, if not thousands, of young evangelical pastors who once would have voted for Ronald Reagan and supported Israel, now support Palestine and vote for Bernie Sanders. So you've got a real problem looming in the evangelical churches, which is going to completely alter the politics of this country if it isn't corrected, and let alone what it's going to do to the spiritual life of the country, because these people aren't aren't preaching the gospel. They're preaching Marxism with a Christian veneer. 
just as an example, there's just a recent story, and this is from one of the traditional, now very liberal, if not leftist churches, the Presbyterian Church, is a pastor in one of the churches put up a on the, the marquee in front of the church that said, uh, said, Bruce Jenner is still a man, homosexuality <laughs> is still a sin, culture may change, but the Bible does not, and he was promptly, he wasn't actually fired, but he was forced to resign. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. What he said there was what any Presbyterian pastor, you know, pastor would have regarded as the as the truth a few years back. Now it is a sin to say such things. That is how far left the Methodist Church has gone, the Presbyterian Church has gone. But um, the the movie will expose all of that, but but also into the evangelical churches, which have been you know, the bulwark of the conservative uh, movement in this country. Yeah, but when you talk about how um, far left some of these churches have tacked, one of the things that I've always, uh, that I learned actually from Jack Hibbs, who's the pastor of Chino Hills Calvary Chapel, is that um, you can only, you can ask a a, a candidate two, three questions to know where they come from. Where do they stand on life? Where do they stand on marriage? And where do they stand on Israel? Look no further than the opening of an abortion clinic in Columbus, Ohio, when you had some of these faith-based leaders from the churches that you've mentioned at the abortion clinic to bless the abortion clinic. That's how far left these folks have gotten. And we have to we have to actually wrap up right here. Trevor, we'll get your thoughts on the other side of the Unite IE radio show as we continue after this break. Welcome back to the Unite IE radio show, the radio show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. We're getting a glimpse into possibly 2020. We're getting a glimpse into the direction of the some faith-based communities with our guest who's on the line, Trevor Loudon. His website is uh, a a really important blog that I think that people need to make sure that they check back with regularly, trevorloudon.com. He's just written an article that we've been discussing earlier that uh, my co-host Greg Britton found uh, in the Epoch Times. It's It's entitled The Beginner's Guide to American Communist Parties, Part 1. And we just had to break away after I had talked about, we were talking about Trevor's new movie, Greg, and the movie is about the enemies within, and it focuses in on the infiltration of communist and Marxist uh, elements into faith-based communities. Uh, I had mentioned about an abortion clinic opening that uh, had uh, people from some of the churches that you've uh, highlighted in your new movie, uh, Trevor, Doing what I would never think that we would see Christian pastors doing, and that's blessing an abortion clinic. We hadn't gotten it. We didn't get a chance to hear your thoughts on that. Um, how, how does how does that reveal your thesis that we're having uh, this infiltration inside of faith based communities? Well, yeah, that's that's it to a T, isn't it? You know, um, as you said, you know, the pro life issue is, is is paramount to this. But you know those same those same so-called Christians, if the state was going to execute a mass mass murderer, they'd be picketing the jail to try and get that person's life saved. Yet the, the next day they'll be down at an abortion clinic 
blessing it, you know, while they are killing, you know, dozens of babies probably every day. So, you know, this is a, a complete moral degradation of large chunks of, of the Christian churches in this country. And if that's the moral leadership of this country, what, what, what is, you know, what does that say about the culture and then the politics? How can it mm. be any different? Well, and that goes with a concerted effort through cult, through the media, through the through Hollywood, through the government-run schools and universities to undermine Christianity. Of course, never. Of course, they never yeah. they never say a word against Islam, but against Christianity, they do their absolute best to undermine that. And just as an, an example of this, there was a in my city of Redlands, there was a recent I saw a recent Facebook post. The six-year-old girl had gone to the city council meeting and read this Iroquois prayer to the Mother Earth goddess, thanking for all the streams and the life and the food, all those kind of things. So, I mean, where did she pick this up? Probably in the government-run schools, because if the Mother Earth goddess is responsible for all those things, then God, the Christian God, is not. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's... You know, the, people have to understand that there is a, a massive spiritual, cultural, and political war against America. America has to be brought down. And if you're going to destroy America to institute your global socialist state, you have to destroy or co-opt America's churches. So the original plan of the communists was to destroy the churches, but they got a lot of resistance. So what do you do? You co-opt the churches. You you adopt a liberation theology and social justice and um, and that kind of thing, and you turn the churches into vehicles for Marxism, vehicles for the revolution. I just I just published a piece on my KiWiki website ten minutes ago about a pastor in St. Petersburg, Florida who's an active member of the, of the League of Revolutionaries for a New America, a Stalinist group, saying that 1919 must be the year of revolution. This is a pastor in a Baptist church in Florida calling for Marxist revolution, while the guy is a member, an active member of a Stalinist political party that supports North Korea and Iran and the and the Russian annexation of parts of the Ukraine. And this this is real. This is happening right now. There are there are hundreds of pastors who are card carrying communists or socialists right now. Let me ask you this: and Pope the Pope Francis is a prominent example of someone who repeatedly professes his concern for the poor. And certainly we want, people, yep. we, we want everyone to have prosperity and have a good life. And, that, and that's, that's, that's great. But how would someone, I mean, you're, if you're educated, if, you, if you've looked at history, if you've looked at how the world operates, how could anyone who wants to help improve the life of poor people support socialism? And I, just, and I, I don't get that disconnect. And you've, you've talked to these people. Do you have any better insight into that? Well, well, well. You look at Venezuela right now. You see, we were seeing. We, you know, we look at Venezuela and we see socialism and we see mass poverty, starvation, crime. You know, disaster. The communist looks at that and says, "Well, America's sabotaging it." 
America has been trying to wreck, you know, is bring it down. America, so therefore, if we want socialism, we've got to bring America down. You know, America is the reason the Soviet Union collapsed. America is the reason that um, Cuba is poor. It's all because of America. Socialism would be great if America didn't keep sabotaging it. So to get world socialism, we have to destroy America. That is the logical thought process of most of these socialists. It's hard to argue you with can hear this in some of the things that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says when she says that any any economy or country that creates billionaires is immoral. Being a billionaire is yeah. not moral. <laughs> well, that's just, you know, that's just, you know, she is a Marxist. She's a communist. And she believes that all wealth should be owned in common. But, you know, and it doesn't, it never gets to that way. You know, all, what happens is the socialists take power. They, they get all the wealth and, and, and power in their own hands. And then they forget to give it back to the people. And never, <laughs> ever gets returned to the people. So, Funny um, how that happens. Yeah, it does. You know, well, who, this is human nature. What, you know, what did Lord Acton say? Power tends to corrupt, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. So if you're going to give a political party control of an entire country forever, complete control over the economy and life of the people, what are you going to get but absolute, absolute corruption? You will get nothing else. It's guaranteed. That's human nature. So anybody who believes in socialism, you know, real socialism, believes in absolute power, the, the, the absolute rule of a, of a few over many. That's what you believe in. And you might think that it's going to, you believe in something else, but that's ultimately what you're looking for. And, and that's what Ocasio-Cortez is part of. She's part of a communist movement. People shouldn't be laughing about her. People shouldn't be regarding her as a joke. She is part of a very serious movement. She's part of an organization that's got 55,000 members, which has infiltrated the Democratic Party in every single state of the country. Right now, they are running probably over 100 of their members for the, for the Democratic Central Committee in California. You know, they're going to take that over. It, it can, in the convention in June, I think it is. Let's take a pause here. Let's take a pause here, and I want to shift the discussion to the events regarding the Covington students and how this, how what's happened to them, plays into the larger cultural, economic, political war against America. After this word from All Star Collision, a place to take your car when you have an accident, because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. 
This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We are we have uh, Trevor Loudon, the proprietor of TrevorLoudon.com and the author of the book and producer of the movie The Enemies Within, documenting the Marxist culture, the Marxist communist socialist control of the, today's Democrat Party and the ongoing cultural, economic, religious war to undermine America and establish socialism here. But just uh, this is an example of the superiority of the free market. This has popped up on, on, a, on a Facebook ad that I saw. Uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson is going to be in Riverside on Thursday, the 24th, which is which will be passed when we have the show broadcast and on Friday in San Diego. So there's a chance to buy tickets. Uh, you could For Thursday in Riverside, a ticket will cost $374. For Friday in San Diego, $500. But if you'd like to go see Bill and Hillary Clinton in L.A., the ticket would cost $47. Or if you want to go see um, Michelle Obama in SoCal, the ticket would cost $40. So once again, we see the superiority of the free market at determining value. Absolutely. That's, 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 that's pretty stock, isn't it? Yes. So now we've been talking about immigration and how that's the Democrats are trying to use that to make all of America like California politically, how they're infiltrating. Well, like, like, like Cuba eventually. Eventually. You know, California is the first step. Cuba yeah. is the next step. California's a moving target, so it's it's rapidly moving yeah. to the left. <clears throat> We've seen this past week developments regarding the Catholic students from Covington High School and who we went to the uh, March for Life in Washington D.C. They were on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, waiting for their bus, minding their own business, when a group of uh, I don't know. Nuts, left-wing nuts. The black, is it the black Hebrew Israelites started shouting racial slurs at them, anti-gay slurs at them. And this went on for an hour. And then, and they, and they calmly, they didn't, they were, they didn't retreat, but they weren't provoked either. Then this uh, Indian, American Indian activist, Phillips, comes up to them and starts banging the drum in the face of one of the boys, who again does not back down, but is not provoked either. And then what follows, and if you've been following the news and it's been all over the place, is this was played in the mainstream media with selective cuts as the boys surrounded and harassed these poor black Israelites and this Native American elder who they originally said bravely served the country in Vietnam. It turns out that was a lie. And the boys behaved exemplary through all this provocation, but they were made into vi- they were made the villains. They were these racist Trump hat wearing MAGA hat wearing white supremacists. And even so much though that the the one boy who was featured, who was face to face with the Indian activist, banging a drum in his face, smiling at him, that this was now what George Orwell called in his 1984 face crime as having an inappropriate expression on your face how does trevor does this play into this larger war against america well it does this is this is what the communists would call a stunt or a provocation you know this was a deliberate setup 
to frame these kids for doing nothing, nothing. They behaved like little gentlemen, and they were framed as, as complete little Nazis and uh, been persecuted for several days by the mainstream media. And just before that, we had the example with Steve King, uh, the congressman from Iowa, who, yes. who, during an interview with the New York Times, mentioned Western civilization, and then he was portrayed as a, as a, a right-wing fascist and anti—you know, uh, white supremacist, etc. Never said anything remotely like that. But even a whole bunch of the Republicans piled in on him and stripped him of his um, committee assignments. So this is this is. Both instances were, were, were left-wing, set-up jobs, and the media fell for it each time, and even large sections of the Republican Party and conservatives, some of them fell for it as well. The media participated. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a communist operation. That's all it is. Well, I'm so glad you brought up the. I'm so glad you brought up this thing with Stephen King because when I first heard about it, the way that it was being reported, I was like, "Well, that was a knucklehead thing to say." And then I took the time, just like those that took the time to watch the hour and a half or two hours worth of video of how the situation on the Lincoln Memorial steps with the Covington High School students developed. And once I I read what he had said and I listened to his six minute discussion on the House floor. Uh, about what he said, it was completely innocent. Now, I got to say, for a congressman who's been there for 18 years, who has said some of the things that are regarded as being a little bit out there, uh, I don't think so, but that's the way it's regarded. You got to wonder why in the first place he would agree to a 60-minute interview uh, that wasn't taped with the New York Times, first of all. But then when you have Kevin McCarthy and all these other Republicans who had access to the same information, who would not back him up, who in fact piled on, stripping him of his committee assignments and demonizing him. Uh, Marco Rubio, same thing. So many of these people, I was scratching my head going, we're we're a circular firing squad. This was a perfect opportunity for someone like Kevin McCarthy to stand up and make an example out of the left and say, look at what they're doing. Instead, he rolls over. Yeah, he, he completely rolled over. Steve Steve King was unwise to do that interview, but what he actually said was completely innocent, and he was tired and feathered for it. Yeah, it was, and true, <laughs> exactly true. So, but this is the thing on on our side of the fit. You know, this is this is how things go. We call the left liberals and progressives. They call us Nazis, fascists, and white supremacists. We've got to start calling them what they are, Marxists, socialists, totalitarians, and tyrants. You know, we, we, mm. just, we just roll over to these people. We're fighting a war, and we don't even know we're fighting one. They throw out a word like racist, and we cower. They throw out a word like McCarthyite, and we just shrivel up and die. You know, we, we, we've got to be bold and tough because we've got to fight the war. You know, imagine imagine trying to fight World War Two and you weren't allowed to name Nazis. Mm. You know, the Nazis are just uh, progressive Germans. You know, they're Greg, just what, liberal what, Germans. 
What Trevor just said there is so key to the fight because he's right. They own the language. They own, they've created this mild mannered sounding term for themselves, progressivism, and it sounds like a good thing. Meanwhile, they're calling us Nazis. We, I'm, I'm so glad you brought this up because we need to take back the language on this. Even what you just said, though, Trevor, having to use four words to describe them is still somewhat cumbersome. We need to be able to reduce it down to a soundbite. Well, well, I'm still working on that. <laughs> exactly what's the best term, you know? <laughs> Social, socialist scumbag, perhaps? I don't know. But, but there you um, go. But yeah, that's, that's the, point. the point is, you know, our side lacks the moral, lacks the moral high ground. We, we give the left the moral high ground all the time. You know, the left just tried to character assassinate some young school kids and they get away with it. The left tried to destroy a very fine congressman and his own side wouldn't back him up. Well, how are we going to win the war when we fight like that? Excellent point. Let's continue that discussion on the other side of this message from our sponsor for this half of Unite IE Radio, All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio show, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen in a republic. The proper care and feeding requires private citizens to be involved. And I can't think of a better, a more important issue for folks to be involved in than understanding what Trevor Loudon is instructing us on about the Marxist Trojan horse inside the Democrat Party. That is his latest article that's on the Epoch Times, the way, the website, theepochtimes.com. Trevor, when I, when I sit back and I examine the landscape of what has become of our culture, you said that culture is upstream of politics, the churches are upstream of culture. Um, <clears throat> what... I, I tend to start thinking that the republic is lost when I look at the fact that the left owns academia. We have to take the schools back. They own the entertainment industry. I don't know how we even begin to take that back other than just not going to see movies. They own so many levels of the bureaucracy and government. I don't know how we take that back. The media, the left, the news that's supposed to be the fourth estate is owned, virtually owned, except for a couple of stations and a couple of budding new ones. They virtually own that. I began a talk that I gave earlier this week with the Republic is lost. We're just waiting for the headline that actually informs us of that. Um, your thoughts. Is the Republic lost, yeah, well, and what do we do look, to I, I prevent that? I regard the Republic as teetering right on the brink, and it could go over any time. But just just think about, you know, we, Brazil had 16 years of Marxist rule. 
and they had just elected Jair Bolsonaro as their president, elected on a coalition of conservative Catholics and conservative evangelical Christians. He is already talk, he is already purging the left. He's going to get the socialist scum, as he calls them, out of the education system of Brazil, and he's going to pull Brazil out of the United Nations. And he's already um, backing the the conservative rebels against the communist government in Venezuela. So you look you look at that for an example. Now, um, President Trump is also um, clearly very. Uh, very friendly with with Mr. Bolsonaro, and is also backing the conservative, um, you know, president uh, in Venezuela. So look, look, the fact that there's still a country that could elect a candidate like President Trump shows that we still have hope. The fact that a whole lot of evangelicals came out and elected President Trump shows that we still have hope. I'm I'm not I'm not unaware of the terrible dangers this country faces. I know pretty know more about the left than virtually anybody in the country that isn't part of it. And I know how entrenched they are and how bad they are. But if we can get through the next next election cycle, then the next election cycle, we get another conservative judge on the Supreme Court and strike down a whole bunch of the left's corrupt legislation on First Amendment, Second Amendment, affirmative action, and a whole bunch of other things, we could have a very, very different country in four or five or six years' time. All I can promise you is this. It ain't going to stay the same. In two years' time, this country's going to go down the toilet or it's going to be on the road to a much greater state and much greater prosperity and liberty. It's going to go one way or another. And that depends entirely on what we do at the grassroots in the next two years. Emphasis on the what we do. Donald Trump cannot do this alone. In no, my well, George Washington. George Washington didn't win the Revolutionary War all by himself, did he? Nope. And we will not save the country. Donald Trump is not going to save the country all by himself. I want to emphasize no. what this idea is, the righteousness, the passion, is they, they, our enemies talk in terms of moral righteousness, and we don't. And, we, and our cause for freedom, for liberty, for the country, for the rule of law, for prosperity, for the free enterprise system is the morally righteous cause, and we need to start acting like it. Trevor, thank you for it's, being it's on our so show today and everything great. that you're doing for the cause. And thank you to Don, who is broadcasting today from his undisclosed bunker somewhere in Southern California. And tune in next week for another edition of Unite, i.e. Radio. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.